hey, you need some grace. Welcome to the podcast where no topic is off topic and every topic hopefully gets you thinking, whether it's relationships, religion, controversial hot takes, or a mix of all three of those. At the end of the day, we all just need some grace to express ourselves. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. So today's topic is on kind of just body image and body positivity and my journey with it and my viewpoint of it. So before we get started into all of that fun stuff, I just, you know, the typical update on life. So last week was insanity. I was in charge of a like women's event at my church and I had this like really big vision for it. And as time went on, like things just happen in people's lives happened. And so ended up kind of having to do it somewhat by myself. And so I called my aunt in and I was like, yo, I need help. She brought this to life. It was such a good event. And then my friend, Jessica, um, who like goes to church with me, it was really nice because we were able to bond through that whole experience. And I literally love her to death. And want so badly to get her on this podcast. So she will be on the podcast. Don't ask me when, but she will be. So it was a really good event. We were actually focusing on um, different women of the Bible. But I feel like when you say that, most people will think like Mary and like Sarah and all these like big, I don't want to say like big names, but kind of. And because the word that we were diving into, we had four words for the year. And this specific word we were getting into was seen. And I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, A, because the, the way that we normally do it is a conference style. And it didn't make sense to like do it conference style if people were going to come in and the, like have a likelihood of not even being able to talk, you know, we're like not being seen. And so I was like, mm, we need to do like breakout sessions. And then my friend Mandy who also happens to be my boss, um, said, what if we did like women in the Bible that were not like these big names, like that weren't really seen and like highlighted their stories and like more women that were seen as like, um, the like less virtuous women, I guess is what she kind of said. And anyway, so we did like Eve, obviously everybody blames Eve for eating the dang apple. And, all of these things. And so what we, uh, I say all of these things, all of these women, um, we did like Martha, we did Hagar and, um, Bathsheba and Rahab. The, the point of it was to focus on either the way that their life panned out because there were women in the, like there were breakout sessions with women that like didn't, they didn't do anything necessarily. So like, um, Hagar, right? Like you have to be pretty specific or pretty careful because things were happening to Hagar. It wasn't like Eve where she just like chose wrong. Um, and so there's kind of some, some things we didn't want to just say like these women that chose wrong, right? Because some of them did, but some of them didn't and showed what they like, where they fell short, but where God, um, saw them through and still like still blessed them because he loves them. And, um, because he like sees them. And obviously, like, Hagar is where all of that comes from. And so, anyway, I think it was a great event. I didn't get to go to any of the sessions because they were done by, like, facilitators who were just having conversations around the women. But it seemed really nice. It was all, like, very intimate. I got really good feedback from it. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then next thing 
was just, I think I said this last week about just like going out and um, just chilling on the reservoir. Um, there's like a little overlook where we live that Zach and I used to go to all the time when we were in college and just kind of chill on the back of his Jeep. So it was kind of nice and like sentimental to go back and do like the same thing, just be married and in a different phase of life. And it's just so strange because like we were living in dorms, we were in college, we were dating and now we're like married, we have a house together and a dog. And anyway, so crazy. And it was just very like, wow, we've really like come through a lot. And then y'all, the weather has been so good and we've been kind of updating the deck outside. And so he like strung up lights. We have some furniture out there and nothing like crazy, but just like three chairs and a coffee table and a rug. And then, um, we bought some canopies over there. So it should kind of bring the lighting a little bit more like down, but yeah, I've been loving it. And, um, every morning I go out there and I either do like devotional or, um, I'll like write in my journal or something like that, but it's been really life-giving, very fun, very enjoyable. We painted the living room. So because of Anchored, y'all, I really did. When I say the most, I mean like I went way too far with it, but because we were creating like living rooms out of the office spaces in our church, because if you don't know anything about City Heart, we meet in a school. And so the classrooms are our offices and that's what we turned into like it's also like anything that we have at church like we do them in the classroom so they're very like multi-purpose rooms but there's not like a lot of furniture or anything so I basically took every single piece of furniture out of my living room put it in a truck and brought it with the facilities manager that y'all um got to know in the last episode and brought it to City Heart unloaded it set up all these rooms And so my living room, when I tell you, was literally empty. Like, I mean, empty. So I didn't really love the color that we painted it. This is my biggest tip when people are, like, choosing paint colors is put it on the walls. Like, paint it on the walls and see if you like it because we picked what we thought was going to be a light gray. And if you saw the paint swatch, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a really pretty, like, neutrally white gray. And no, um, it, like, turned blue when we put it a on the cabinets with the lighting that's in there and just around everything, it just looked blue. So we, I painted it to like more of a charcoal gray. And so that kind of makes the living room feel a little bit more cohesive than this like random blue gray that was on. Um, and it's not the whole wall. We just have, I think it's called wainscoting, wainscoting. I don't know, but we have that around like the perimeter of it. And so we just painted that. And by we, I do mean me, I did that. Sorry, Zach, you don't get credit. But um, the other thing, and I literally had a dream about this last night, was I lost my keys. Uh, tears for me. I woke up Monday. I was like running late. I, we ran a bunch of errands on Sunday. And I had my keys at least with me most of the day. And I don't know where it was that I like didn't have my keys anymore. But I woke up Monday, was going to go to bar and was like, oh, I just need to find my keys and get out the door. Never found them. Was like stuck at my house on Monday. And like, luckily we have two car keys, so it's okay. Like I can get around. But literally it's Friday and I have no clue where those keys are. So I had a dream that they were hanging somewhere that I never hang them up in, which was weird. And I literally woke up and was like, like I went and checked it to see if it was in there. And like it wasn't. So I don't know what the purpose of that was, but... 
it was really sad because I was like, oh my gosh, I did hang them up right there. And I was like, this is the moment I'm going to find them. And I walk over there and like, lo and behold, they're not, they're not over there. So I don't know what to do. It sucks too, because like my, I should, maybe I shouldn't say this on the internet, but my house key, my AirPods, like my car key, like everything is on there. I think I also had both car keys, which would really, really suck. Um, so anyway, if you happen to find, oh, uh, no, I'm not gonna say that, but if you happen to find them, I would love them. Also, Zach, funny enough, I'm fine, but because of all this weather change, um, Zach really got hit with the, with the sickness. He doesn't have COVID. Um, I did make him do a test, but he just, you know, like sinus stuff. His sinuses also kind of perform weird when they get sick, perform, hello. Um, he feels it more like in his, in his like, I don't want to say throat because like people get scratchy throats and stuff, but it's like in that like weird middle spot between his nose and his throat. And so he's like not sleeping very well. He just has like a lot of drainage. And um, funny enough though, I have not gotten sick. So I, I'm sure it's just the weather, but hopefully if he's not better in a couple days, we'll get him on a pack and knock it out. And um, then we started last week, the Harry Potter movies. And so we've been watching through those and Zach has fallen asleep for like the past four movies. But for some reason, Harry Potter and Star Wars, they're the movies that like I can watch every single year and I forget what happens every single time. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I think it's because I watched them when I was younger. And so obviously like you don't really have, I don't know, a, a good attention span or not attention span, but like memory span and so maybe that's why and now I just like forget them but every single year it's like watching a new movie so not the worst scenario but I also feel like Harry Potter is like the perfect just like cold weather cozy vibes that was my week it was kind of crazy also so like two weeks ago was all of the anchored stuff and then this past week I've been working a lot on trying to kind of get transitioned with my job there's some like um job transitionings happening in like my team and so it's really exciting stuff and like I'm kind of getting excited to just kind of get started on it but obviously any transition um I say obviously maybe some people love transitioning and like love change but it's just not me and so change is usually very hard for me and yeah I'll be honest I feel a little bit like I'm just trying to get my feet on the ground and hopefully at some point that actually happens without me feeling like I'm gonna fall over. So yeah, that's my life. Um, what's that like TikTok sound? It's like, so anyway, that thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed cause I really did or something like that. That cracks me up. But our topic for today, body image and, um, I guess my, like my journey with it, I'm always so, um, interested to hear people's stories with, um, either loving their body, not loving their body. Like what, just this connection with your mind and your body is just so strange to me because there's not a lot of people I know that actually like love the body or the skin that they're in. Like they don't, most people are going to find, right? Like all these flaws with themselves and things that like other people don't even see. But beyond that, you, like I say that, but there are some people that they see those flaws and they're very vocal about it. It's just so interesting because like you, the average person does not like come to a realization that like something is wrong with their body until 
it's either been pointed out or it's been like made like you you're made to think that like oh there is there is there something wrong with my body and um I think everybody has had a scenario where somebody has made a comment either about themselves or about you specifically that made you think oh well I well I didn't know to be insecure about that but now I am and so it's so funny that people will like I'm again I'm processing but people will say like oh, you, you shouldn't be insecure about that or nobody else sees what you see, but you like they did. And that's the reason I was insecure about it is because somebody saw something I didn't see. So that's really interesting when we have these conversations around body image where people are like, oh, but nobody sees that. But I don't know. So that's just some food for thought. Um, whenever I'm not saying don't say that to people because it's actually really helpful when people will be like, Grace, nobody sees that. Like, you're the only person that cares about that or that even like looks in the mirror and sees that. Um, I, I do think that those comments are helpful, but it's also, I think, helpful perspective to see that like the reason I'm insecure about that is because someone put it there. So I, I also am like, even to describe a body, like how do you do that? Right. Um, I wouldn't say like, I don't know, like, I am bigger. I've always been a curvier girl. So I've always like, I developed, girl developed early. Okay. Everybody was like in training bras. I was like underwire. Hello. Um, I've always kind of had issues like fitting jeans correctly. Um, where all of my friends were like size four, six, I was like eight, 10. Um, so I don't, I, I am plus sized also in, in this current like moment. Um, I am like size probably 16 to 18. And um, isn't it so funny too? women's clothing, right? The worst because I'm a 14 in some things, but I'm also a 20 in other things. So it's really all over the board. Um, and even like weight is not really an accurate descriptive of my body because I am, I gotta think the last time I weighed myself, but I think I'm somewhere in the like 200, 210s, but normally when I tell people that, they're like, I would not have guessed that, which is a, which is a weird comment and we can get into that later, but that, um, anyway, so when I was growing up, I was always a little bit bigger than most of the girls around me. I was, I always had a little bit more curves and I also grew up when it like wasn't really cool to have curves. Like I'm... 23. So when I was, I mean, I'll say like 12, which is when most everybody started getting a little bit more, I guess, in tune with bodies and what they look like. And, um, probably around that like puberty time, um, most people like did not, it was like a, you're too big. Like, even if it was like your boobs are too big or your butt's too big, like everything was just too big. So I do believe that there is a difference um, in society where you could be a smaller girl or you could have what we would consider like a, a great body, but you still feel insecure or you still look in the mirror and you don't like where there's some extra skin here or something like that. Everybody, I really believe it doesn't matter about size. Everybody experiences that. However, there is a difference of you looking in the mirror and not liking what you see and 
people in society looking at you and not liking what they see. And I think that that is one of the biggest distinctions whenever we have conversations around body image and um, being a little bit more sensitive to people that have lived in bigger bodies for longer or just live in bigger bodies, period, um, is just being a little bit sensitive to the way that the world treats people like that. Um, There are situations where like you are not treated certain ways in doctor's offices. Um, You are not treated certain ways by your coworkers or peers or um, you're always seen in a certain light. And so I, I do believe that that's important. There is also an aspect that everybody struggles with body image. And so I, I say everybody, hopefully not everybody, but most people that I know struggle with body image. And so being really careful around like not making somebody feel like they're invalidated in not liking what they see when they look in the mirror is also important. So anyway, this will never be a space where I say you cannot feel bad about your body because you've lived in a small body. Um, but I, I do believe that there is a difference on the way that people have lived their lives, but everybody can feel insecure. Now, do I think people should feel insecure? Of course not. They're not, I don't look at people and think, I don't normally look at people and think like differently about them because of the size of their body. Um, now there have been lots of instances in my life where people have looked at me and have placed a certain idea of how I'm supposed to act or um, what my eating habits are based on the size of my body. So um, growing up in middle school is really rough, okay? Middle school is rough. And I'll be transparent, um, which I think a lot of people struggled with this, but it didn't feel like it when I was growing up. But if you knew me in middle school, I was probably acting shady around lunchtime because it gave me the most anxiety. Just the thought of like eating in front of people was like so overwhelming. And in middle school, just the thought of eating was a little bit too much. And I would literally like camp out in the bathroom um, so that I wouldn't have to eat. And I did when I like went to lunch leading up to this like decision that like, okay, I'm not even going to go to the cafeteria there were people that made comments around like, oh, why are you eating that? Like, don't you, shouldn't you eat a salad or some like those kind of comments, which of course were usually stupid middle school boys. Um, every now and then was a girl, but whatever. And I wish, obviously it's middle school. So you're not thinking like, oh, they have no idea what they're talking about. It's like, oh my gosh, this is soul crushing. And so most of the time I like did not eat for most of the day and then would like binge eat at the end of the day. And, uh, that continued, on and off through like middle school, high school, and even college in just the cafeteria that first, those first two years gave me, oh my gosh, so much anxiety. I would hate going to the cafeteria in college. Um, A, because the college I went to is a private Christian, like small school. And so everybody was there and you knew that you were going to run into somebody that you knew, you knew you were going to talk. And it just kind of brought up all of those feelings again of like, oh, I bet people are like staring at my plate wondering why I'm eating X or something. And, you know, um, we can get into nutrition and diet later, but, uh, it wasn't until I started dating Zach and I started sitting with his like fraternity. I don't know. They're they're called a club, but it's basically a fraternity and started sitting with them and started eating with them at lunch that I, like, I felt way more comfortable because I knew literally none of them cared. 
about anything. And it also was like, I wasn't trying to impress them, right? Like, I'm dating Zach. So, and Zach was also always, always really good about, like, he never shamed anything that I was eating. I mean, I don't know. We would not have worked out if he was like, oh, you're eating that? Like, um, obviously in marriage, we're kind of like, maybe let's eat a little bit healthier. Like, things can really get away from you as far as, like, eating out and those, like, late night trips to Taco Bell and stuff like that. So there's a few times we were kind of on the same page of, like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. But it was never in, like, a shameful way. It was in a, like, I'm trying, I want to take care of you. And so um, I think that really cured my, like, eating in front of people issue. And um, I'm serious. When I was in middle school, I thought, like, I will never eat in front of my husband. Like, I don't know how you do that. Um, some people think that about pooping. No, I thought that about eating. So that was kind of how I grew up. Um, I have spent my entire life, and this is a lot of people's stories, my entire life trying to create a smaller body and thinking that whenever I get smaller, whenever I lose pounds, whenever I lose inches, like I will be happier. And it's so funny. I'm not the first person to say this, but it's so funny that it's like when I finally say, you know what? I'm just going to live my life. I'm not going to be unhealthy, okay? I, I don't want to promote being unhealthy, okay? But whenever I'm not solely focused on that, and let me tell you what, so many people, it's like people tell people this for like getting pregnant when they're like, oh, you want to get pregnant? Y'all are struggling with infertility. Like just don't even think about it. You'll get pregnant instantly. And I feel like people treat weight loss like that. Like they're like, oh, and I wasn't even worried about it. And then I finally lost 25 pounds. Um, opposite story for me. Um, when I stopped worrying about it and, and it's not that I let things get away from me. It's just that my body is interesting. Um, I, I did gain more weight. It's just being okay with like, okay, but I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe there's some other parts that I need to like maybe cut down on. Um, but I'm moving my body and I'm eating healthy. And so whatever that does to my body is what that does to my body. There is all kinds of nutritionists and dietitians that you can go follow. I am not one of them. I am, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to nutrition. Um, I know the basics. I know what I like and I know what my body does not respond very well to. Um, I used to have like a dairy intolerance until I started realizing that it was really just like high fat dairy. Um, like duh, your stomach is going to get a little interesting if you eat a pint of ice cream or like a whole large queso. Not that, not that I would ever do that. Um, but yeah, like that's just kind of normal. Your body isn't really like, like, I don't know. I think I thought I was intolerant because that would upset my stomach. That is very normal for that to upset your stomach. That's a lot of fat and like a lot of dairy content to go into your body at once. And so once I stopped kind of worrying about it and like, I can drink a a latte with regular whole milk and be perfectly fine. Um, so I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem with gluten and, um, yeah, I feel like those are the two big ticket things that people are like, oh, I'm dairy intolerant or I'm gluten intolerant that dietitians are like, okay, but why are you saying that? Um, which I'm not saying everybody like doesn't have intolerances. I think people are just like very quick to be like, oh, just cut out gluten or cut out whatever. My dad is the biggest, biggest advocate for like no sugar like zero sugar and no carbs, like carbs are the devil. Um, your girl over here is a carb loving hoe. Like I love carbs. Okay. 
Um, that is probably where I get in trouble the most with nutrition and keeping a balanced diet is that I will eat like two tiny things of protein and then I'm like, carbs. So yes, could definitely be better with um, balancing that out a little bit. But um, something I have started focusing on a little bit more is just having a well-rounded diet. So I'm going to have a, a veggie. Um, I'm going to have a carb and I'm going to have a protein. I sometimes will kind of sink it around my cycle and like what I'm needing. If I'm needing a lot of omega-3s, I might have salmon. If I'm um, needing a lot of like certain vitamins, I'll have like certain nuts or seeds and try to like fit those in, um, where I can, but usually I'm pretty basic about it. Uh, I, again, don't really run away from dairy and there's, I, I personally benefit from not calling foods bad foods. Um, I try to think of it more of just like, this is a, um, this is a like sometime food and this is like an all the time food. And, that really helps my mentality. Their uh, meal prepping has been something that has really helped me as well. And um, this is turning into a health podcast, but it doesn't matter. All of this to say, however you need to do your health and however you need to take charge for your body to feel at its best is what you need to do. And we need to stop shaming people for literally doing what they need to do despite their size, despite their weight. Just do what makes your body feel happy. And don't shame people for literally doing what makes their body happy. Um, I think also I was watching, because I've spent so much of my life trying to like fit in a smaller body, I buy clothes, right, that are a little bit smaller or that like hide me. Like I want to be hidden. And so a lot of my closet recently has gone into like, and I won't, I won't do like, oh, body dysmorphia. Not, not really the case, but I've like, at some point started convincing myself, like love oversized t-shirts, right? Like for my anxiety, it actually makes me feel really good just to not have like clothes clinging to me. Um, but also on the front of like loving my body, it, it, I'm like, if it clings to me, I will not love myself, which is not a great mentality. Um, but it was the one that I had. And so I started buying bigger clothes and then it was like, oh, everything is oversized. And then now I'm like, oh, it's only a 2X. Like I need a 3X, but I don't wear a 3X. Like I'm not a 3X size. There's nothing wrong with being a 3X size. It's just not the size that I actually am. So I've had to kind of realize like, okay, maybe this isn't the most healthy for like my mindset to constantly tell myself that I need to be hidden under like clothes that are too big for me. And so I used to love fashion. I don't know what happened. Bro, this like really cool car just came by. Fire. It's like a vintage car. That was, that was cool. Like vintage, vintage y'all. Like first, like Henry Ford friend that came out in the 1900s. Oh, when I was a kid, I used to be really into fashion. And recently I just haven't been and not because I don't love it anymore. It's because I just didn't love my body enough to think that it could look fashionable. So recognizing that I have kind of taken charge of that a little bit more and um, also shopping, bane of my existence. Um, we went jean shopping last week, which gets me into the, the shopping portion of this. Um, went shopping for jeans, okay? Jeans, when you're curvy, get out, okay? Get out. Like, it is so hard to find jeans. And I think also people don't, necessarily understand the difference 
um, between like plus size and curvy, you can be, you can be curvy and plus size, but you can also be plus size and not curvy. You can be, um, on like a zero to 10, like you can be midsize, you can be a smaller size and be curvy. And you can also be any of those sizes and not be curvy. Like curvy is just, again, it's just curves. Um, so a lot of people, I I think of it kind of in just like the difference between, your waist and your hips or your waist and your bust like it's not necessarily like just because you're plus size you're going to be curvy that's that's just not the case so for me personally I do have a pretty like distinct difference between my bust and my waist and my waist and my hips so you can imagine doing jeans is a literal nightmare because nothing will fit my butt that will fit my waist tight enough like I literally like you could pants me and they would come immediately right off or nothing will fit my waist. Like when it fits my waist, it is so tight in my butt. I can't even get it over my butt. So went to American Eagle forever screaming the praises of American Eagle. Amazing jeans. Um, Zach used to say that like he would just kind of lounge around in them. And I'm like, you're insane. How do you wear jeans and just like lounge in jeans? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I the minute I put on jeans, I immediately want to take them off. Like I only wear them because they look good or because I like, they go with the outfit. And he was like, no, like American Eagle jeans are like really comfy. And I was like, yeah, denim is denim. Like you're crazy. And then we went to American Eagle and I tried some on for myself. Um, take it back. I take back my statement. They're amazing. And also great is that they have curvy jeans. And so I bought some like mom jeans that were like straight leg. Another thing too, is I used to only wear skinny jeans because for some reason, um, fashion just chose that like plus size women were going to be like, we were only going to wear skinny jeans. Um, that does not work for me. I am short. And so skinny jeans just got to make me look shorter. And there's certain ways I like to wear skinny jeans, but I, I'm going to stop limiting myself to just skinny jeans. And so I've gotten more into like the mom jean look. And like, honestly, if you think of the aunt from parent trap, that's what I want to look like that right there. That is my style. That's my aesthetic. Um, there is a color palette I like to kind of stick with, but all of this to say, I really got away from fashion because I felt like it was not for me. It was for a smaller me. And over the past little bit, I have just kind of, I guess like renounced that way of thinking a little bit and really want to start getting into fashion a little bit more and dressing my body in a way that isn't for society. Like it is just, or any, anybody else's eyes. It's just for me. And it's just because I think I want to wear that and I'm going to rock it. So I want to kind of start, um, I pinned some, I say pin some stuff. It's not really, well, I did pin some stuff on like Pinterest. I added some things to an Amazon like list. And yeah, I think, um, kind of going back to the thing I said around, like, I don't want to wear tight clothes. Um, I have started being like, you know what, like I can rock tight clothes. And instead of trying to like hide my tummy or hide my bust or hide my arms or all this stuff that the thing that, I don't know, I hate saying society, but for lack of a better word, society tells you to like make smaller or to not show off. I'm like, no, screw that. I'm going to do that if I want to do that. If I think that I like that piece of clothing or I think that I could look good in that, I'm going to freaking wear it. And, um, the whole just wear black kind of thing. Oh, I do like the color black. So if you see me in all black, it's not because I'm like, it's not because I hate my body. It's not because I'm 
sad. I just like the all black look sometimes, but it's, I just don't like the whole like, oh, you have to wear black. If you want to look good in that, you're going to have to wear black because you're going to have all these shadows and it's going to show all this stuff. And anyway, I'm just so over that. Um, I have really started trying to practice looking in the mirror and not like, not, I don't want to say liking what I see. That's the end goal, but not nitpicking myself. And so it's kind of, I, I remember practicing this of like, when I was trying to kind of change my mindset from like thinking really negative to thinking really positive, um, I would like any negative thought, I would kind of couple it with a positive thought, not an epoxic toxicity. Yeah, that was cute. Not in a toxic positivity way, just in a like, think a little bit more on the bright side, like it doesn't kill you. And um, kind of did the same thing with my body. If I notice a negative thing, I'll point out something positive. If I um, have been straying away from wearing something because of, I think it won't look good on me or all this stuff, I'm like, I'm just going to wear it anyway. Um, I've started dressing my body a little bit more to, I think people, I don't want people to be like, Grace, you consider that dressing up? I do. Okay. I do. If I'm wearing jeans, your girl's dressed up. So, um, but just kind of getting in stuff that's a little bit more outside of my comfort zone a little bit more frequently and, um, enjoying it. And honestly, I do. I really do. So, um, this is a lot and it's all over the board and I'm sure that there's some like controversial hot takes somewhere in there. But I would love to have a conversation more about this and um, end of the day, just love your body, okay? Um, I'm doing a, a Bible study right now um, around Breaking Free from Body Shame by Jess Connolly. It's a book. And I've read through that book before once and I, I'm glad that I'm doing it again just because it gives you a lot of stuff to really think about when it comes to your body. And I think we've been made duh, by many, many things to think that our body is bad. Like your body is bad. It is not. It is intrinsically good. Like when, when God made people, he, he called it good. And so this, this is also like the temple that we experience the Holy Spirit in if you're, if you're a Christian. And so it doesn't make sense. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. Obviously I'm not saying focus on your body, that's not really the point. It's kind of the opposite of like, just love it because that's the body God gave you. And there's a reason you only get one and like take care of it. Of course, y'all know I advocate for taking care of yourself and that can look like a lot of different things. Um, but love it too, because like, I don't know, it's just life is so short and to live your whole life wishing that you were something else sounds so exhausting and honestly really depressing. And so I'm really excited. Of course, this will have up and downs. If you are like, oh my gosh, Grace, I'm so on this. You need to go follow her. Follow her? You need to go follow her, Alexander. Um, there's a girl on TikTok and Instagram. Her name is Alexandra Colleen. And she is amazing. And I love the way that she talks to herself. She she like pokes fun at not being able to fit stuff anymore, but not in like a self-deprecating way, like in a just like, yeah, cause that's not my body anymore and that's fine. And she kind of shows also the days when it's really good and the days when it's not so good. So to say that I won't have ups and downs after this is like a total lie, but I think I'm just really trying to start this journey of not seeing happiness as a size and just seeing happiness as the, the life that I am currently living in the body that I was given to live it with. So I hope that y'all got something from this. Um, this is not a, like 
the only experience, right? Like everyone has experiences all over the board and um, different perspectives and different ways that we've lived and growing up. And so I love talking about this. And even if you just need somebody to tell you, sister, it is so possible to look at yourself and love yourself. I will do that for you. But anyway, I hope that you all have a fantastic week and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you can always rate this podcast, share it with your best friend, share it on your Instagram story, share it in general. And then if you'd like to continue this conversation, you can always head over to my Instagram, Graceline Bodwin, or the podcast Instagram, You Need Some Grace. And until next time, see you later.